Right on radio. Right on radio. Welcome to Right On Radio. My name is Jeff. I've got a good one for you today, folks. Buckle up. You'll want to listen to the words carefully that are spoken here today. Uh, If you're able to take notes or even screenshot various slides that I've put together for you to be able to follow along. In episode or part nine of the mass deception series, I covered a couple things and the new apostolic reformation that it came out of the latter day reign, uh, new order of the latter reign. And, you know, it goes back to the United Nations. It goes into this whole thing where they're trying to create a one world government and a one world church. Now, it's important for you to know, there will be a one-world government and a one-world church because it is written that it will happen that way. And really what was meant to be the, it was always meant to be the finality of that series and kind of a shocker uh, was this one on Joel's army and the manifest sons of God and I really did not cover it well. I knew that when I finished the episode and uh, I was actually advised by a couple of the people who work with me and help me dig on some things that I did not do it well either. And you know what? Um, uh, Well, I'll just talk about that episode for one second. Uh, That's the one where I used Scott McKay and he's just a patriot. Yeah, he claims to be born again, but his words say it puts it into question. I'm not his judge. I don't know. Um, but it was the words that he was using and they were the new age words, the Christ consciousness. If you're not with us, you're against us. Pastors should put down their Bibles, go out and kill people. He said all of those things. And it, that wasn't a commentary against Scott McKay, because I don't know where the man's heart is. Look, he's standing up. He's in the fight. I suppose, you know, um, maybe his true intentions are very good. Uh, Just we disagree with doctrine. That's okay. But I wanted you to hear the words that are coming out of some of the patriot movement, the ones the far right who are apparently on our side, you know, because Christians are labeled as far right. And, of course, right and left really does not exist. Um, There's good and evil. And there's evil that is posing as good, wolf in sheep's clothing. So 
there's a bunch of stuff that I'm going to put together for you today. And I want to ensure you hear my words. This is not to bring fear into your life. And if you hold on, there's actually instruction from the Lord for this very thing that I'm going to bring forward to you. And it's good. Oh, and at the very end, I'm going to debut a new kind of borrowed song that's just right on. So it'll, it's a happy song. You'll leave feeling good. <laughs> uh, but this one's going to be a bit of a rough ride. I got to tell you. And uh, just before I get into the information, there's a couple things you really should know. And I want this to be in the back of your mind. All roads lead to Rome. This Joel's army, this manifest sons of God that I'm going to be discussing in detail, and you're going to get it today. This is being essentially orchestrated by whom I consider to appear. There I am. Uh, I disappeared. I wasn't sure if it was recording or not. Uh, all roads lead to Rome, and the Pope is the one organizing this. And if you look back throughout these centuries, you know, the great crusades, the Knights Templars, things like that, was all done by the Vatican the Pope, the Jesuits. And that's really who's involved. And it's going to be shocking to you as I get into the next series, which is going to show you the faces of that in modern day, the people who are actually pushing this and believe it. And uh, again, the poker face has nothing to do with uh, Lady Gaga. I know she made the song famous. But it's because these people look right into your eyes. They tell you that they're trusted men and women of God. And they're lying to you and they are deceiving you. Now, I don't know if all of them are doing it on purpose. But that is what's going to come out. And it's going to come out in some great detail. Um, so right before I get to it, I have an important announcement, and that is this Saturday. Uh, today is the 21st of March, Saturday, the 25th of March, 2023. We will be doing our Singapore prayer celebration on Podbean. We're going to do Podbean Live Singapore prayer celebration. So if you don't have the Podbean app, please go to the app store, download the app. It will operate just the same way it does on Telegram. 
instead of uh, hitting the button to raise your hand, you will hit the button to be invited to speak. And then you will come into the studio. I'll ask that you keep your mic muted until you have the appropriate time to speak. And then I'll we'll keep taking people in and out of the studio. We're doing this as a public proclamation. It's a much more public setting to do it on Podbean. And it's because we believe in prayer. And so I'm going to ask you to join us this Saturday for a very special Singapore prayer celebration. As you know, we're coming up to uh, this is a high season in the occult, one of the highest. And uh, we're not going to be focused on just the occult stuff, but uh, we're going to see where the spirit leads us. And we want you to be there. Uh, Also happening on the same day, Saturday, the 25th of March is Reckoning Fest in Dallas, Texas. Go to reckoningfest.com. I believe there's only a couple VIP tickets left if you can afford it. Uh, It is certainly a really good value. And if you want, he's discounted a ticket just to uh, make sure that everyone can come. It's about half price. And uh, those some of those tickets are available as well. However, if you're going to go there, maybe you have to travel, spend the extra money. I think you're going to find value in the VIP, especially when you are there. Um, you can go to reckoningfest.com and last but not least, actually, I'm not even going to do that. Um, let me get into the material. So one of the things I'm going to share with you today is a combination of scriptures and it was put together in a certain way that I think it really makes sense. Now I don't, buy into it 100% that this is the way that things are going to happen. However, there's something there and it's worth considering uh, how this happens. So just as a reminder, this movement that has been building for forever, really for over a thousand years, is the fulfillment of these prophecies of Joel's army. And they use some scripture out of Romans and they twist the scriptures, folks. But this is the church that's doing it. It's being led by the Pope. And this is happening right now. And it's scary. The modern day churches, I'm not limiting this to a small, this is a small list There are tens of thousands of churches that are pushing this agenda in the United States and Canada alone. Uh, I don't know how many worldwide, but it could be 100,000, could be more churches. I'm not counting people. I'm telling you churches. Uh, There are some estimations, and when I see a particular organization that is growing, they're claiming to have 50 million already for this purpose that I'm going to tell you about. Um, Essentially, what their doctrine is, is that you become like God. That's why I played those clips in the mass deception. 
They think you will become like God. They say that we have to be a spotless bride and Satan has to be under our heels before Jesus can come for his spotless bride. They're twisting the scriptures. We're not spotless until Jesus comes. It's the way I read it. <clears throat> We're, and they want to create a heaven on earth. And essentially, it's for Christians to overthrow the governments of the world, to overthrow all of the churches of this world. So there's one world government, there's one world church, and there's an enforcement army of this that they claim will become invincible in the end days. And this goes back to Matthew 24, where I was quoting that Christians will turn on each other. I'm paraphrasing. Mother will go against son, daughter against father. Friends and neighbors will turn on each other. And you wonder how it's going to happen. Well, this is probably the answer. Now, in this movement, it's the NAR. It's the New Order of Latter Rain. It's the Charismatics. It's the Word of Faith. It's all these churches. And what do all these churches have in common? The healing rooms, for instance. They all have signs and wonders. They're emotion-driven, not Word of God-driven. They might play the Word of God, and anyone can take the Word of God and make it look any way they want it to. It's, it depends on the context you put it in, and, and perhaps somewhat I'm doing that today myself. I want, I want to be clear, but I'm not going against the Lord. I'm not twisting their scriptures. I'm just going to present it in a way for your consideration. But they believe this elite army will come up, and if you are not with them, you are against them. Now, why, in my opinion, is it important that these are the Charismatics and a lot of the Pentecostal-type churches? I'm not saying all Pentecostals are bad. I'm not saying anything like that. I'm not saying all the people in the Charismatic movement are bad. But they're getting that Kundalini spirit in them. And perhaps that is going to be ignited in these final days. So let me build a case for you. Again, you can screenshot these. Listen to my words carefully so you can understand the paint, the picture I'm painting for you. Um, the Lord really brought me to a video that uh, I saw a number of years ago. Uh, oh, actually, probably a couple of years ago, but it's from, I think, 2008 or so. And it's this Pastor Michael Hoggard is his name. And essentially, I'm taking what he said, but updating it with some things that I feel the Lord has shown me. And um, obviously, we have new revelation because a lot of stuff has happened in the last 15 years. So let me just add this in. So I've put up 
on the screen and I'm going to read everything that uh, is up there. So if you're just listening on Podbean, that's fine. Uh, the Manifest Sons of God, also known as Joel's Army, also known as the New Breed. Let's start in Genesis 6, shall we? And there's some words that you're going to hear and I'm going to highlight for you that are going to come up in all these scriptures that we're going to. And I think there's very good reason for this. So Genesis 6, verse 2, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men at that they were fair, and they took them wives of which they chose. Verse 4, there were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came unto the daughters of men, they bare children to them. The same became mighty men which were of old, men of renown. Now, it's my understanding that the Nephilim are still among us, but they're no longer impregnating women. That's my understanding. But it does not mean that a demon cannot go into a human being. Now, I'm not 100% sure on this stuff. I want to be clear. But I'm just presenting something to you. So when, when we hear the word manifest sons of God, remember who the sons of God were. He's talking about the Elohim the angels, and in this case, the fallen angels. You know, the ones that gave us all this forbidden knowledge and are going to reveal this great secret doctrine to come out? It's coming, folks. Does it feel like we're there? I certainly think it is. First Peter verse four, for the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God. And if it first begin at us, what shall the end be of them that obey not the gospel of God? Judgment is starting in the church right now. You're seeing people walk away from mass denominations. You're seeing all kinds of things. The light side is overtaking the dark side. And you might be thinking, well, aren't those big churches on the light side? Some of them maybe. I don't know. But judgment is must begin at the house of God. John 15, I am the true vine, this is Jesus speaking, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, 
he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken to you. We are the branches of the vine. This is all going to make sense. Just keep hearing my words. Don't be distracted too much by chat. Don't be distracted. Listen to the picture I'm putting forth to you. And of course, we know this. And, and by the way, the last two Sundays, um, my finished Ephesians 6, and then last Sunday I did Malachi. I honestly think that the Lord wanted me to do those two Sundays before I did this show. And that's why I didn't do it complete in the mass deception series. I honestly believe that with all of my heart, with all of my spirit, like it just resonates. And and even last Sunday, I'm telling you, like, like I, I'm not coming off as proud or anything like that, but on Ephesians 6, I really felt the Lord spoke through me, especially on the armor, because stuff came out of my mouth that I've never said before. I've never heard before. And on last Sunday on Malachi, there were three days of preparation for that. And I didn't even know what was going to come out until after. And after I finished, I was, uh, I was shaking for about a half an hour, just trembling from the Lord. I'm not claiming to be anyone special or anything like that. I'm just telling you. The Spirit of the Lord was upon me, just like he is with you. So it's important to notice that Ephesians 6, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the principalities, against the powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Are a bunch of people going to get attached to, you know, a couple million fallen demons I think that's what we're going to see here let me continue on Joel 1 and I'll probably do a study on Joel in its completion I'm going to be going back and forth between Joel Revelation and Daniel and I think you're going to see what I see Joel chapter 1 verse 3 Tell ye your children of it, and let your children tell their children, and their children another generation. We need to get this word out about this prophecy, because these prophecies are going to come true. Now, I'm not sure about the locust part of this that I'm going to get into in a minute. I'm not 100% convinced about that, but there's a strong case and the language is the same in the word of God. So, continuing verse 4 of Joel 1. That which the palmer worm hath left hath the locust eaten. And that which the locust hath the canker worm eaten. And that which the canker worm hath left the caterpillar eaten. This is very strange language indeed. 
Now, I want you to pay attention to the locust being mentioned here in Joel 1. And I was led to look up what palmer worm and canker worm mean. Palmer worm, a caterpillar that suddenly appears in great numbers, devouring herbage. Remember, if we are in Jesus, we are the branches that bear good fruit. And if you are not in Jesus, those branches are cut off. So if you're in Jesus, a caterpillar that suddenly appears in great numbers and devouring herbage. And then the verse in Joel 4 mentions canker worm. The caterpillar of a North American moth that has wingless females, canker worms consume the buds and leaves of trees and can be a major pest. Where do you think Babylon is? That's a good argument for the United States, folks. I think it's actually the Western system, but the United States has been the military arm of it. Daniel chapter 2, verse 40. And the fourth kingdom shall be strong as iron, for as much as iron breaketh in pieces and subdueth all things, and as iron that breaketh all things, shall it break in pieces and bruise. Now iron, it's my understanding through reading through scripture, they're talking about the Roman Empire. And it's the fourth kingdom. The fourth right. Klaus Schwab says the fourth industrial revolution. Are they just changing the names? It's the fourth right. By the way, look up the word right. It means dimensions. It means like a, a governing party, but it's very interesting. Daniel 2 verse 43. And wherest thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay? Miry clay is like a clay that if uh, you had heavy rain or a swamp just kind of drained, but if you tried to walk through, it's almost like quicksand. You can't get out of it. It's, it's You're stuck in it. It's very difficult, if not impossible, to navigate. Let me just start 43 again. And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. But they shall not cleave one another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. So the miry clay, when I'm listening to that, when I'm reading this, 
I, I'm thinking of something that's watered down. The iron and the watered down church, the ones who were there for signs and wonders. This might be a stretch, folks, but hold on. You're going to see some shocking stuff. Joel 1, verse 6. For a nation is come up upon my land, strong and without number, huge numbers, in other words, whose teeth are the teeth of a lion, and he hath the cheek teeth of a great lion. He hath, verse 7, he hath laid my vine waste. Who are the vine? And barked my fig tree. He hath made it clean bare and cast away. The branches thereof made white. Revelation 9, verse 7. And the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle, and their heads were, as it were, crowns like gold, and their faces were as the faces of men. And they had hair as the hair of women, and their teeth were as the teeth of lions. And they had breastplates, as it were, breastplates of iron. And the sound of their wings was the sound of chariots and many horses running to battle. So locusts that have the faces of men. Joel 2. Blow ye trumpet in Zion, and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh at hand. A day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds, a day of thick darkness, as the morning spread upon the mountains, a great people and a strong there hath not ever the like, never shall be any more like it, even to the years of many generations. Verse 4. The appearance of them is as the appearance of, of horses and a horseman, so they shall run. Does Joel 2 sound like Revelation 9? You know, when Apollyon opens up the bottomless pit? What are in the pit right now? Is it some of the fallen angels? The ones that were so bad? Is it? Verse 5, like the noise of chariots on the tops of the mountains, 
They shall leap like the noise of a flame of fire that devoureth the stubble as strong people set in battle array. Back to Revelation 9. And the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle, and on their heads it were like crowns of gold, and their faces were like the faces of men, and they had hair as the hair of women, and their teeth were as the teeth of lions. And they had breastplates as it were breastplates of iron, and the sound of their wings was like the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. And then back to Joel 2, the appearance of them is like the appearance of horses and a horseman, so they shall run. Like the noise of chariots on the tops of the mountains, they shall leap, like the noise of a flame of fire that devoureth the stubble as a strong people in battle array. This is uncanny. Revelation 9, verse 9. And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven into the earth, and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit, and the smoke of a great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and unto them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power." This is a verse of comfort. Ye shall not respect persons in judgment, but ye shall hear the small as well as the great, and ye shall not be afraid of the face of man, for the judgment is God's. And the cause is too hard for you. Bring it unto me, and I will hear it. Back to Joel. So bring these things to prayer in prayer to the Lord. Join us for singing prayer this Saturday. I'm telling you. Verse 6. Before their face the people shall be much pained. All the faces shall gather blackness. They shall run like mighty men. Sound familiar again? The mighty men of renown of Genesis 6. They shall climb the wall like men of war. They shall march every one of his ways, and they shall not break their ranks. Kind of sounds like the locusts, doesn't it? They just travel in this massive swarm. Neither shall one trust another. They shall walk every one in his own path. And when they fall upon the sword, they will not be wounded. This is an elite army. Just quick commentary here. This is an elite army that is going to wipe out most people who claim to their faith. What I'm seeing in these scriptures and what I'm seeing when I research this Joel's army and right up to the, the Vatican and what they're planning with the UN and stuff like that. It's not 
the government that's coming after you, my brother and sister, in the faith and in the way. It's your fellow Christians, or so-called. Let that sink in. Joel 2, verse 9. They shall run to and fro in the city. They shall run upon the wall. They shall climb up in the houses. They shall enter in at the window like a thief. The earth shall quake before them. The heavens shall tremble. And the sun and moon shall be dark, and the stars shall withdraw the shining. And the Lord shall utter his voice before his army. For his camp is very great, for he is strong that executeth his word. For the day of the Lord is great and very trouble and very terrible, and who can abide in it? Can I just unpack that a little bit? So these are super soldiers. By the way, in the Third Reich, what was Hitler working on? Did he have a super soldier program? Does the Pentagon have a super soldier program? I'm sure all the big countries do. Somehow this is all going to blend together. It's going to be a great and terrible day. But I want to pay, get you to pay attention to Joel 2, verses 10. The earth shall quake before them, the heavens shall tremble, and the sun and moon shall be dark, and the stars withdraw their shining. This is the sign of the coming of the Lord. We won't have to endure this for very long, in whichever form it takes. If it is the locusts, <clears throat> and it kind of sounds like it might be, like like the people become like the locusts, because you got to remember, John the Revelator is describing essentially a super soldier <laughs> that can go out and it can't be killed. Maybe he's just using the locusts because he saw the swarms of them. I don't know. Maybe it is these mechanical locusts, as I thought before putting these, having these scriptures put together like this. But this is, so if it is the locusts, it's about five months' time that this is happening. Verse 11, and the Lord shall utter his voice before his army. This army that's going to be persecuting you and I is ordained by the Lord. Now, you might be thinking, 
Oh, I should go join them. They're going to be the winning team. No. They're the ones who don't know the word of God. Who don't have that spirit. And perhaps my theory, they already have the Kundalini spirit in them. Or something similar. Or just a demonic spirit about them. But for his camp is great and he is strong and that executeth the word. This is how it's supposed to end. If this happens in our lifetime, many of us will have to choose to die for the Lord. That's just a fact. I'm telling you, this is a scary thing that's happening in the church right now. John 10, verily, verily, I say unto you that he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way is the same is a thief and robber. The thief cometh not but for to steal, kill, and destroy. Where Jesus says, I come that they may have life and that they might have life more abundantly. But just want you to hear that. He says, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, where we are, we're the sheep, but climbeth up some other way is the same as a thief and a robber. Back to Joel 2, they shall run up to and fro the city. They shall run upon the wall. They shall climb up upon the houses. They shall enter in at the window like a thief. What does the Lord tell us to do? In Joel 2, Right after all the, and Joel is, these prophecies are horrific about the end time. And same with Daniel, same with Revelation. They're horrific. But here's what the Lord says to you. Therefore, also now saith the Lord, turn ye even to me with all your heart and with fasting, and with weeping and mourning. And rend your heart, and not your garments, and turn unto the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and a great kindness, and repenteth him of the evil. And if you keep reading on in Joel chapter 2, it's even though there's very little food, everything's been taken away, kind of sounds like it's happening now, God will provide for you that repenteth and turn to him and seek him. God is our provision. And I think I can even say boldly because there's so many testimonies of 
people who have faced death or extreme torture and the Lord gave them peace in that time. Think of the testimony of Stephen being stoned. To be stoned would be a painful death. And, you know, your bones are breaking, your skull is being cracked. There's all kinds of, all the apostles died horrible deaths, pretty much, I think, except for John. They died horrible deaths, but the Lord saved them from it. And we have had it easy throughout these days of our lives, really. We have had it as a generation. We've had comforts like no other generation has comforts. We've had our challenges too, of course. It's a fallen world. So we're going to go through a short period. That's going to be very hard. And it's building now. Whether God says the time is now or sometime in the future, God will say it is time. And right now, all the signs are being put into place. The light side of the Luciferian system taking down, exposing, is exposing the dark side right now. It feels like the dark side is about to fall. And then, you know, I'll get into the wealth transfer and everything these people talk about. I'm telling you, all that does is usher in the mark of the beast. I say that with confidence now. I said something different two years ago. I'm just being honest. But two years ago, I wasn't in the scriptures like I'm in there now. Share this episode with uh, everyone, just like it, we are commanded right from the word of God. Make sure everybody knows about this because it's coming and it might just save their eternity. Share it with everyone you know who's in the faith. Not for me. And and you know what? I'm just going to let you know. I, I, so you know it's not for me. I've been on Rumble for eight months now. Something like that. I've never taken a payout from Rumble. I know they're running commercials on my show. But I want you to know that my lifetime earnings so far, like right from the beginning up to now, and I've had some videos with 10, 15,000 views, are less than 40 bucks. Lifetime. So sharing the show doesn't make Jeff rich. Anyways, um, please do share it. Please like it. And please give me your comments. And if when you do comment, I mean, I appreciate your comments, but please don't write a book. I, it's very hard to read. Um, and I'm going to play a song that's going to make you feel happy. Oh, I, sorry. Right before I do that, you know, it talks about there not being about these worms and that coming and eating off the food and, you know, eating the branches. That's us. Um, and we know they're going after our food supply. 
one of the we have a secure we have a very secure um supply chain at mylibertystand.com it will be very hard for that supply chain to be interrupted and it's a lot of things that you need but also where's the beef mylibertystand.com my email is right on jeff at gmail.com and uh, last but not least um, if you want to support the show uh, you go to patron.podbean that's not patreon it's patron p-a-t-r-o-n dot podbean dot com slash right on radio um, you can just find support if you go to the right on radio page um, and there's a link for paypal if you uh, choose to help out I certainly would appreciate it in the meantime may God richly bless you and love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself, and make a difference in your community. Tell me what you think of this one. Oh, hey, it didn't put the video in there. Come on. Let me try it one more time. I was ready for this big debut. Well, it's not going to let me do it, so I got to do this. God bless each and every one of you. Thanks for being here. And this one is dedicated to God. Who's right? Who's right? He's right. Right on radio. Right on radio.